Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Hello, good evening. Oh, that was very low. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us as always. And uh, it's the boys tonight. Uh, So we're going to say hello to Gareth. Hello, Gareth. How are you? Hi, Adam. How are you? I'm fantastic. And any week where Disney give you money back is great. Yes, yeah, so uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on, but uh, Disney have definitely been very nice to you and given you lots of money, which is always good. And also joining us is John. Good evening. Lads, lads, lads. Do you currently have a mouth full of pizza or...? No, not yet. It's just arrived. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, actually. Thank you. Lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads, lads. This evening, it's just, just the boys. So yeah. we're on episode 100... Do you know what? I think 192. We're getting close to 200. Can you believe oh, we are that close? Now, I'd like to apologise for any um, uh, a couple of episodes we've had a bit of stuttering and noise and stuff like that in the background. Um, I'm not, we're not entirely sure what the issue is. We're trying to resolve it and get to the bottom of it the best we can by trying different things, but we don't seem to have solved the issue yet. So we're kind of hoping this evening that maybe we'll, we'll we may have fixed the problem and we'll see what happens. And, and if there's any issues, we do apologise. But um, basically, to kind of explain what happened, I my computer went kaput, completely lost everything. We lost all the music for the show, all the shows, um, different jingles, the lot. So we've had to buy a new computer and have everything installed on it and get it all up and running and that sort of stuff. So there's a possibility that that might be maybe part of the issue. So we're still trying to look into that and see if that's an issue as well. So let's say we do apologise if uh, if it does keep doing it, but we are promising to try and get on it and see what happens. Um, this week we decided we'd do a bit of a kind of news show for you because there's been so much that has happened over the past uh, few weeks since we've not been on air and we wanted to discuss a few of those things with you, keep you up to date with what's going on both at Disneyland Paris and Walt Disney World, a little bit Disneyland as well and uh, so you've got some idea of, of what to expect. Um, we've got, I want to give you uh, an update on annual passes as well for Disneyland Paris. We've got some new stuff to come up but just a bit of a pitfall that we've discovered uh, since telling you how wonderful it is that they do direct debit, etc, etc. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to do that as well. So um, we need some news music. Now, the, like I said to you, the problem was, uh, obviously with losing all of our backing tracks and everything, and, and the whole lot, because sadly my backup that I did actually back it up with, corrupted. How brilliant is that? You love it when your backup corrupts as well as the actual computer itself. So Delicious. I lost that as well. So I lost absolutely everything. So I've had to kind of find some makeshift news music. Um, so I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if this is any good to anyone for news music. You ready? Here we go. News music. I'm ready. I'm ready. ready. Here we go. Anticipating now. Are you ready? This is this is this is news music. Here we go.
I don't know. What, I feel like think? I'm in the crystal maze. <laughs> I think I think it's appropriate for this week, but I yeah. think in a week where all your news is, oh, there's a new menu at this quick service. Yeah, it's not quite the same. A bit overwhelming. I think. <laughs> right, but hey, we'll start with that. They're opening the Crystal Maze in uh, Manchester, and I feel that we've we've I've just I've done that now. Oh, that, I'm jealous. I really want to go. Oh, I'd love to go. Um. Uh, Disney Brit Night. Oh. Disney Brit Night in Manchester. Right, let's start off with Gareth because uh, I know that my news and John's news are, are, are reasonably related. So let's start off with what you've got then, uh, Gareth, and, uh, and we'll go from there. All right, so nothing that anyone probably hasn't really heard, but there's big refurb going on at Caribbean Beach Resort. So the stuff, the stuff that they're doing is a bit sketchy. They've not released lots of details other than there's going to be some waterfront dining and a new marketplace, which is going to incorporate food and retail experiences, shops, basically. Okay. Um, but I think what, basically what it's for is these um, DVC villas that they're building there. Um, but they don't want to explicitly say it's for that. Um, so as a result of that, they're, they're closing down Old Port Royale temporarily while they... Um, while they carry out some refurb. So that means that the table service restaurant shutters is going. Uh, the food court's unavailable. Banana cabana. I mean, I, every time I nearly call this banana hammock. Oh, I Princess Consuela banana hammock. The pool bar is going. Uh, there's no gift shop. Concierge okay. is being relocated. And apparently Martinique and Barbados islands are going to be shut. What, the but, actual um, real islands or just... Um, maybe, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. Unconfirmed. So, in place of that, they've got some temporary offerings. So, there's going to be a Caribbean-style buffet available at breakfast and a la carte at dinner. Um, it's going to be located at Centre Town. Okay, yeah. So, to me, it seems like it will be pretty close to where the work's going on, so I'm not sure how that's going to affect it. But anyway. So, when does this work actually officially start? First of May. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you got it, while, it yeah. says it says if you look at the things, it says um, work has started already, but construction starts. Yeah. First of May. Okay. So they've already I, I started think, doing prelim work. I think they started doing something at one of the islands, but I'm not sure which one. The, this is really sad because this is what I was thinking about. Because I don't know if any of you guys watch Anton Deck Saturday Night Takeaway. Oh. I, I saw I'm this never, last I'm never night. in the I'm So, I don't know whether you know what's happening. Um, with that Saturday Night Takeaway, every year they do uh, a live finale. Last year, the live finale was on a cruise ship. This year, the live Saturday Night finale is going to be from the Magic Kingdom in Disney World. So, they're doing the whole show from Disney. And what they're doing is um, putting on, Virgin are putting on an entire flight for people to fly out to Disney World. They get uh, park tickets, they get money. Um, and they get hotel accommodation in Caribbean Beach Resort. And I was sitting there thinking, oh no, what happens if they go and it's like covered in scaffolding and all this sort of stuff? These people are going to be like, what is this place that you've put us in? Um, it's in about five weeks' time, so they'll be before the kind of May deadline. But uh, if Ant and Deck or ITV or anybody is listening and thinks, you know, oh, we could really do with like a Disney podcast to be out there to cover the whole thing, then we're more than well I'm happy to sort of to, to go out in five weeks' time and and enjoy the festivities that are uh, that is oh, at Disneyland like Paris. Disney World. Schedule's not good enough. Your schedule's not good enough. No, and I'll be in there. Oh, that's no good then. I mean, if, in fairness, in fairness, I'm out there not long after, so I don't mind if they just pay for my flight out there. Right, and then you can just. That's, I'll okay. just use my return flight. I'm I'm reasonable like that. Right, that's fine. So just one flight for you then. 
No yeah. problem. See, it's, we're so kind. So if you are listening, Disney, then we're more happy to do that. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, anyway, yeah. So, is this you kind of are staying in Caribbean Beach and you heard this yep. news, didn't you? And you uh, immediately yeah, we rang just got up. Sent an email, basically. And you rang up and you went, um, "I'm sorry, what is this?" And, yeah, well, and, it was, kind of what it was perfectly innocent. I was just sort of trying to find out what what they were actually going to offer. Um, I got told all oh, what they're offering, and and that was it. And then. Um, I got another email a couple of days later, um, and the list of things that are available seemed to, to get smaller. Right. And the refurb seemed to get bigger. Um, so what, yeah, when I rang, it rang again, I think that week I spent about 10 hours on hold. Wow, to, that's mental. Disney. So so what's what's kind of been the outcome with regards to Disney? What did they offer? Um, well, that, that, that's still up in the air. Um, I, I was told, because, because I haven't paid the, the full balance yet, it's not due for another two weeks. Um, I was told that they were going to take, they were going to reward me with fifty pounds a night on on the balance. So that took so our balance gonna, down by like nine hundred quid. So they're going to take that off your balance. Apparently, right? Okay. But I've since then I've had a, um, the reminder to say it's due um, in fourteen days. But it's still, the um, same and the price. balance is still the same. I was told it would take about five days to to get a new invoice out because there's that much of a backlog with how many people they've got to reinvoice. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm got, not sure. I've got family that are actually going out in November um, and they've booked through a travel agent. I won't name the travel agent, but they have booked through a travel agent. They contacted the travel agent um, and they've got no, there's no, nothing as far as we're concerned. We've been oh, wow. told it's going to be completely fine. Um, yeah. And uh, the work will be completed by the time you go in November. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, you're going to be I think what they're doing for people that have paid the balance is they're, they're going to put $75 a night on their magic bands. Oh, right, okay. But um, apparently, at one point, the US guests were only getting offered 25 But the international I don't know if that's changed, or $25 a night. Because I've heard different things from different people who have been offered all sorts. So some people have been offered money back onto magic bands. Some people have been offered money off their overall balance some people have been moved to a different hotel some people have been yeah. told they can pay a small amount and upgrade to another hotel so there doesn't seem to be a definitive answer as to yeah. what we they're going to do we could about upgrade, it but it would be subtracted from the $50 a night so if it was $25 think, a night to upgrade you'd only get that right, I think okay. perhaps the first load of people that called in probably got moved for free yeah possibly I, 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 I was probably in the first few hundred people that rang i rang that immediately oh, as soon as i got them the, the email um right. and then i got through in about half an hour oh, so that's and i was offered, that's when i was offered nothing right they weren't going to offer you a thing at all no so by that point they had probably realized that this was going to be such a big issue <laughs> it's bizarre that they didn't realize this yeah and it, the fact that they haven't warned travel agents and it's very unusual i've, yeah, they're, they're I've, legit, I've heard the travel agents are saying, oh, no, as far as we're concerned, there's either A, nothing going on, or B, it's going to be fine by the end of the year. Yeah, how weird is that? Yeah. I've I've seen some things where travel agents are saying that, that people are going to get refunded $30. So, right, okay. The, the skeptic in me... The skept $30 a night, and the right. skeptic in me thinks that the travel agent is pocketing something. Well, you would think so, wouldn't you? If you know you're getting a different deal if you go directly to Disney. Travel agent, yeah. But I suppose you have the right to turn around to the travel agent and say, "I know that if I was I was going through Disney directly, I'd get more." But, but do do most people know that though? Well, hopefully most, more people most, do most now. Most people, if their travel agent rings them up and say, "Oh, you can have thirty dollars a night back off your holiday," you just go, "Yeah, okay." 
Well, if you know somebody who's going through a travel agent and has been offered less, then get time to go back to the travel agent and have a word. And if you've not heard this news before, then obviously, and you're staying at Caribbean Beach sometime this year, then do go back and and question what's going on. So we yeah, think it's because just, of these DVC elements that's been added to Caribbean Beach. That, well, they haven't officially announced these DVCs, have they? It's just it's just the it's the rumor that they're coming. Rumor. But they're adding, they're not adding that tower. And if you look at the um, the artwork, it looks like the um, Disneyland Hotel at Shanghai. Yeah. Is the is the tower going at Caribbean Beach, or is that the one that's going at Coronado? No, that's uh, Caribbean. Caribbean Beach, Beach I believe. Yeah. Is it? Maybe it's that then. Maybe it's not Villas. It could be that. But also, there's sort of another rumor. Let's move on to which links into possible work going on at the Caribbean Beach. Oh, yeah, so this is, it looks like Disney have filed some plans um, that look like they could be for a gondola system, um, which would link up Caribbean Beach, Art Animation, Epcot, and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Now, when we say gondola system, for those people who are now thinking that Disney are going to build rivers and let people punt up and down to different resorts, we're talking about cable cars, for want of a better term in English. (laughs) See, now, when you say that, I know what you... When you said gondola system, I was thinking... Yeah, boats. boats. Yeah, no. But no, I, no, I know what you're We're talking about. We're talking cable cars, as in the old Tomorrowland Skyway that used to be in the yeah. Magic Kingdom, yeah. Like, yeah, like the ones they've got in um, London over the O2. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. It, yeah, it's uh, exactly that sort of design. So based on these plans, they've got the there are these buildings that are a very distinct L-shape, and the way that they sort of line up with one another, it's it's more than a coincidence, really. So um, have all of these L-shaped buildings, those locations. So we believe that this is designed to be a sort of transportation system that is in lieu of a monorail. It's I think it's cheaper I mean, than the monorail. Well, that's yeah, the thing, and I that's the reason. The, the cost of this is about per mile is about a tenth of what the monorail is, from what I've read. And from what I hear as well, people say that the monorail is a million dollars a mile. That's right, yeah, it is. Something along those lines. But it's it's actually not that, because apparently the the truth is that if it was a million dollars a mile, Disney would absolutely build that. Yeah, it's it's, probably about ten times that. I I heard it was something like a million dollars per... Someone said per section of track, which can't be right either. But to to have to build that entire infrastructure would clearly cost a hell of a lot of money. It's, it's the efficiency as well, though. Yeah, I don't there is think that. The monorail well. was that efficient. No, and and actually, in the grand scheme of things, the monorails don't hold that many people. They don't. They actually don't. No. It's not a mass transportation system as such. You know, when it was first introduced, when when we had the Magic Kingdom, etc., and it was just two parks and. There wasn't people being able to get to it as easily. I think that it was good as a mass transportation system, but as the years have gone on, the monorails haven't got any bigger, haven't got any better with regards to capacity, and you will always find at resort opening yeah. or resort kickout that there's massive queues of people trying to get in. Well, I think that they reached a point where they can't actually put any more monorails on the system without making it less efficient. Right. Okay. Um, that would make sense. Yeah, it's just. Is they've exhausted it really, so they need something else. I mean, they've got the buses, but if you, if you're going to expect people to pay for DVC, I think they're going to expect more than to get on the bus with us plebs. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No, yeah. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I do kind I mean, of understand what you're saying. I think. I, I mean, there's the waterways, but oh, I'm a pleb. It's all right. I'll come to terms with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they've they've got like. Um, 
some water, waterways that they could have used, but I'm assuming that must have worked out too expensive. Yeah. For them to, to consider a completely new way. I mean, any, any new way of, of getting around Disney World is fine with me because it's just cool, isn't it? Anything yeah. is cooler than a bus. It's, well, yeah, that's true. So that's that's the kind of other rumour that's coming then. It will connect Caribbean Beach, Rhyme again. Um, uh, Art of Animation. Animation. Yeah. Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Okay, and then that means. I don't there's know. A... I think that would be. I think that would actually be. I think that would actually be a good thing. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't oh, it's definitely think a good thing. Yeah. It's not a, possibly the most time efficient transportation. Definitely not. But I think it certainly will ease the need for buses. And I don't know, like but that. it would be, certainly be quicker than a bus. You still think, even though if it is, are we talking about a system that has to go through all of those resorts to get to the Hollywood Studios, oh, or? Um, I, I would have thought it will start at Art of Animation and then go to the others. And then you would get on, I suppose, what, Art of Animation's first. Next would be... I think it's Caribbean Beach. And then last... I have maps in front of me, I'm not sure. And then that would yeah, mean... I'm just trying to get a map up in front of me. Yeah, I'm map. just trying to work out, because... Um, um, the actual distance between all these places is, is quite small. You just don't realise it because of the way that the roads are structured. Well, what I'm thinking is, it could be a system that travels to all of them, because if you are in Art of Animation, you're in a, a value resort, so you would expect to take longer in order to get to a park because you're paying less in Disney's eyes, if yeah. that makes sense. So that... it's, it's, it's value in, value in um, air brackets, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a lot more than the other values. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. It is a lot more. Right, so what what other places? Epcot. Hollywood yep. Studios. And... Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Right, where am I? There's Magic Kingdom. So you would do Epcot to Hollywood Studios, Hollywood Studios to Caribbean Beach, Caribbean Beach to right, Art of Animation. Epcot. There's the studios, because the Epcot and studios are really close yeah. to each other. Yeah. I have a theory, you can walk Actually, between those Actually, do you know what? It's not that big a distance. No, it's not massive. It's, it's because really, all the roads take you around really everything. You think it's massive? It's... So from, World Sh- from Epcot to... Caribbean Beach, you're mm. looking at about half a mile. Oh, yes, it's definitely not far at all. It's really not that big. I yeah. Mean, I don't how... know. I think, I think in terms of... um, I think that would actually be much quicker. You might be. You might be right. Because I have been... I mean, I've stayed in... Not Art of Animation, but I've stayed in Pop Century. Mm. And to get from Pop Century to the studios takes quite a while. Yes. Yeah, it can do. So I think if I could cross over the Hourglass Lake and jump onto a gondola and then get off at Studios at Epcot, it would probably cut the journey time in half. Mm. But then obviously that would depend on A, how efficiently the gondolas are coming around and B, how busy. Well, that's my other thought, you see. Imagine if the gondolas start at Art of Animation and it's park opening time and everyone gets on a gondola at Art of Animation... Surely, then Caribbean Beach just has they have to wait in the queue until the an empty gondola until, appears. Yeah, until the gondola. Yeah, unless, it's and, one, unless what unless one resort one goes one one to one, one park. Yeah, and another resort goes to another, and you swap over at yeah. Caribbean Beach. Now it's a possibility, I suppose. I, don't so, know. I, I saw something else. Like, uh, it Pop Century is really close, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally across. Yeah, the Pop Century. So, like so the cost of them just extending it to that as well would would be very small. Yeah. To be honest, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even bother doing that because it it would probably take about ten minutes tops to cross the bridge to get to Art of Animation. 
I've done it myself. Yeah. It takes 10 minutes tops. Yeah, absolute maximum. So we will see what happens with this then, and uh, we'll keep you updated if anything does happen once the building work obviously starts. You know, we'll see what happens. I can, I can Facebook live from the construction site. You line. can. That'd be lovely. Imagine that. <laughs> yes, delicious. <laughs> okay, let's uh, jump over to the other side of the pond for a little while because we want to talk a little bit about some changes at Disneyland Paris. And uh, John, yeah. do you want to start us We're off with, with some of the side. stuff that we've got? We are back to our side. So. Disneyland Paris, controversially, well, I say controversially, but I think this has been something that's been a long time coming, and it's 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 been a topic of conversation for quite a long time. Yes, yeah, it has. Um, and finally, they, they've finally done it, and Disneyland Paris have changed their annual pass structure. Yes, they have. And they have now got four annual passes instead of just three. But it's caused quite a lot of um, it's been massive, quite a lot of controversy. And I think we're probably yeah. going to be quite controversial in the fact that I think the majority of the people who are on the show tonight are actually kind of in favour of the changes in a way. Yes, I think I think yeah. as well. I think partly everybody, a lot of people who have Disneyland Paris annual passes, have argued that they're they're too cheap. Yeah, they're in, well. They're yeah. not so cheap, but they're incredibly good value. Yes, and that they could do could do with being more expensive. And this is where the controversy lies, because Disneyland Paris have now come up with this new uh, annual pass structure, and people are now arguing that it's too expensive. Too expensive, which for me seems a bit backwards. Yeah, it's it's is it too cheap? Is it too expensive? Come on, make your mind up. So instead of the usual three, uh, and the original three passes where we had uh, Classic, Fantasy, and Dream. Yeah. Dream being the most expensive with the most privileges. Yeah. Uh, classic being the most basic, and then Fantasy being the in-between. So just to kind of give everybody a rough idea on prices, Classic was 135 euros, and you got 280 days entry into the parks. Yeah. Um, the only added privileges that you got was that you could get into Disney hotels for 70 euros. Now, I'm going to say that's probably the Santa Fe from 70 euros a night. Oh, at least, yeah. Um, yeah, it, Santa Fe at best. Um, you could have unlimited use of the car park for an additional 30 euros, uh, and you got 10% discount at the shops and the restaurants. And then you could add an annual photo pass, which for me, no matter how much this costs, is worth the money. Um, but for the basic one, it was fifty three ninety nine. That yeah. was it. That was your basic pass. Um, your next one up, which was fantasy, gave you three hundred and twenty days, which is a lot of days. It's a huge amount of days. And then you looked at the days you weren't actually able to go in, and they were just really massively the, peak the season. The busiest days. It yeah. was middle yeah, of the... summer, Christmas, New Year, Halloween. Yeah. The days where you wouldn't have gone if you could help it. Exactly. The yeah. days where you wouldn't have gone unless it was something important. Um, so you got 350 days, car park was free, still 10% in the shops, your annual photo pass was the same price, Disney hotels were still from 70 euros, only this time you got early magic hours, which for me is worth its weight in gold. Yeah. You got 20% off at the Buffalo Bills, and you could get 10% off friends tickets at the gate, which is, is okay, but you could still get your cheap tickets cheaper if you bought them online. So it's it's not that great. Um, and then the biggest pass was the Dream Pass, which is what you I've got, and I think it's what you've got, Adam. Yeah, I've got a Dream Pass. Um, and it's what Katie's got. 
Um, and that was 365 days, parking free, up to 20% off at shops and restaurants. I think it's 20% off at rest, uh, shops, 10% off at restaurants. Yeah. Um, your annual pass was 48 euros. Um, you could get Disney hotels from 63 euros, which is actually wrong because I booked the Cheyenne in November and I got 60% off and got it at 57 euros. Wow. Which is a bargain. That is um, early Magic Hours, 20% off at Buffalo Bills, 20% off Friends tickets, 30% off Halloween advance tickets, um, invites to special events. You got a, a non-alcoholic drink in specific restaurants. Mm. I think it's certain restaurants. You got um, free use of storage and strollers and kennels. The storage one is amazing. I love I the storage. So yeah, I do as well. That makes my money back straight away. Yeah. Um, and then you get like golf, Disney privileges and Disney Disney store privileges. Um, so, you know, that was like the original structure. And that was 223 euros, which for me is an absolute bargain. Um, when you consider that the biggest... If you go to Disneyland and you want the highest pass, it's a hundred. It's all. It's a thousand dollars. It's over a thousand dollars, and that's a lot of money. Um, and the new structure is we've got four passes now. Um, we've got Discovery, which is the most basic, and I think this is probably what's the most controversial. This and the highest one. So Discovery is one hundred and thirty-nine euros, but it only gives you a hundred and fifty days. That's. Quite a lot so days, much, yeah. Lose. It's 130 days less, isn't it? You're losing 130 days. But I think that isn't the same price. Isn't this sort of comparable to the like the Florida residence pass? I mean, it's, it's, it's a very lot cheaper similar than that. to the California residence pass as well. If you go to Disneyland, but it's 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 basically you're paying such a little amount and you're getting half the time in the parks and you're only getting off days. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was looking at it. it's no weekend, is it? Oh, the other weekends in January. It's, I think it's yeah. I think it's weekends in January, and then that's all you get. You don't get anything else. So it's um, for those people who basically don't have a job. Uh, basically, <laughs> go basically. go in the week. Um, yeah, yeah. Like me, that's yeah. what I do. That's the only I thing I haven't been able to find a, a, a good link. Go, but honestly, for me, that would actually be okay because I work in catering, so a catering weekend is Monday to Friday. For me so that would actually be okay uh, the next one is the magic flex at 189 euros yeah um, and that gives you 300 days uh, parking is included and you can add annual pass for 55 euros and you get a 40 percent hotel discount 10 percent yeah. shop discount and 20 percent off friends discount yeah that's not that's not bad it's not horrendous that's not too bad no um, then Magic Plus, which is probably the most compatible to the Dream, which yeah. is what we've all got. Just out of interest, um, have you got the, where did you find the link for all of the sort of dates that are barred? Um, at the minute, it's off um, our lovely Twitter friends, ED92. ED92, yeah. ED92, they've got them the dates. Um, in fact, if you if you want, I can tell you the dates for for them all. If, if if we really want to go into it, but oh, I don't, yeah, well, I don't, we don't need to worry too much about that. It's just uh, just in case people wanted them. Uh, yeah, for it's, discovery, yeah. it's pretty much all weekends. Okay. Um, but yeah, if anybody, if if you want to look at the dates, ED ninety two on Twitter have them on their um on their cool. Twitter. Um. 
And we are, oh yeah, so Magic Fights here, 40% discount, 10% shop discount, 20% friends discount on tickets. And then Magic Plus, which is the one that we, that's most compatible to the, the most current highest. Yeah. Um, which I actually think this is, if, if this is, if you have Dream and you want to stick with a, a price scheme that's similar to Dream, I yeah. actually don't think this is terrible. And this is the Magic Plus. Actually, now... This is Magic Plus. Now, can I, I can I just... Bad. This is something I'm considering, and this is all dependent on when you're going on what your blackout dates are. You might be able to upgrade from Dream to a Magic Plus and save yourself money. Okay? Because what Disney are currently doing, if you upgrade your Classic Fantasy or Dream to one of the new annual passes for the remainder of the time, you upgrade it for so much, and you get a free gift card for €25. Euros. So if you've got a Dream annual pass... You can upgrade to a Magic Plus for sixteen euros and get a free twenty-five euro gift card. So technically, they're actually giving you so like nine euros. Technically, back. giving you some money back, and then you get all the new benefits, including things like it's the ten friends tickets for thirty-nine euros each. Um, yeah, you get twenty. No, no, you don't. You get ten. They oh, missed, they've not? made Is a mistake. Yeah, it was originally came as twenty, but it's actually ten. It's yeah. 10. But 10, 10 friends tickets. Are 10 friends tickets yours. is brilliant. Yeah, I, I don't have, have 10 friends, so that's great. Plus, you still get the 20%. Plus, you get 20% discount. on top of, of your tickets as well. Yeah. And actually, you end up getting more. Um, you get more kind of Magic Plus benefits than you do the other ones, than you did with Dream, I think, by a certain amount. Sometimes it's slightly yeah, I mean, less, you're, I think. You're, isn't only, it? you're only really losing. 10% off shop discounts. That's all you Yeah, lose. yeah, that's about pretty much all you are. And 15 days entry. Yeah. Um, And you, fift- I mean, the 15 days entry, they are, they're literally, well, for some bizarre reason, I mean, I'm looking at it, it's... It's Christmas week, it's, isn't it? It's, it's Christmas week, which is totally understandable. Yeah. Um, I totally get that. Christmas week, then it's um, New Year week. Yeah. No, it's not. It's Christmas week, Halloween week. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. Is there no blackout for the 25th anniversary day? No. So it's just Christmas no. and... See, I yeah, might have Just played. Christmas. So looking at it, because the, 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 the blackout dates go from March, from when it launches on March 29th. Yeah. So this, this new pass system launches on March 29th, um, right up till August 2018. And that's the black. That's the dates they've given up to. And there's the only dates they've given up are October the twenty seventh to the thirty first. No, sorry, October twenty seventh to the thirty first plus the first of November. Right. And then twenty sixth to the thirty first of December, and that is it. So if you want to go for the anniversary, this is still this is still valid. So this is what I'm thinking. You see, I have, I've obviously got my current pass, which runs out in September. So in theory, when I go, because I don't know how early you can upgrade, because I go on the... You can upgrade whenever you want. So I might, on the next but trip... But your pass will still run out in September. So on the next trip, I could go and upgrade, pay €16 Euros to upgrade, Yeah. Um, get a $25 gift card... And not lose any of your privileges. And not lose any of my privilege. Ah, uh, no, I can't, because we've got the, by the looks of it, the magic, is it the magic, oh, that's Magic Flex, oh, Magic Plus, yeah, I could then. Um, yeah, you still get the early Magic Hours. So I get all of that, you see. You still get, so you get parking, you get your annual pass, you can get a photo pass of 49 euros, 
Early Magic Hours, you get access to um, annual pass special events. Yep. You get 40% off hotels, 10% discount off mm. restaurants and shops, 20% friends discount, 10, um, 10 friends t- tickets. Yep. Uh, and you still get your rental um, and bag check-ins. You still get all that. Mm. The Magic Pass. You only lose those 15 days. And I think... And, I'm not, and my annual pass will run out before those 15 days anyway. I think... I think um, so it's a bit of a no-brainer, isn't it? Really? It's that bad. So, and this is the thing: a lot of people are up in arms and going absolutely mad about the fact they're that losing oh, those all of a sudden years. it's my magic pass. My my pass is going from what was two hundred and twenty-three dollars to three hundred and ninety-nine dollars, and actually, it's not. It's not. It's going on from two hundred and twenty-three euros, not dollars, euros, to two hundred and forty-nine euros. And and in theory, back. if you then want to go over Christmas and New Year and Halloween and that sort of stuff. You're then going to pay another thirty-nine euros to enter for a day because you can use one of your friends' tickets, friends tickets and go on that particular in. day yeah. if you're absolutely desperate to go Christmas or New Year. And I can tell you now, if you're desperate to go Christmas and New Year, you, well, Christmas not so bad, but New yeah. Year you need your head checking because it's man, it's mental. Um, just absolutely. Christmas Day. Insane. I mean, I've been. I've Christmas been Day Christmas is okay. Day. Wasn't that busy? I'd, I'd pay. I'd pay thirty-five, thirty-nine euros. Yeah, that's not bad. But I don't, I don't, think, I don't think Christmas crazy. Day is blacked out. I think it's from Boxing. No, day. Christmas Day is blacked out. Uh, is it? Is it? Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh no, it's no, not. It's not. It's no, it's not. not. It's Boxing Day. Is. Interesting. No, no, you're right, Gareth. Christmas Day is not Boxing Day out. to it's New Year. Boxing Day. Yeah, and um, to be honest, that doesn't surprise me because I've been on Christmas Day and it was really quiet. And then obviously Halloween week. So Halloween week and Christmas week, and that is pretty much it. Yeah, and but that's the week after Christmas, leading up to New Year. Yeah, so you could go out pre-Christmas and then be home for Christmas Day, and yeah. And then even saying that, you've still got New Year's Day. And then if you end up spending out thirty-nine euros per day for several days you're still not paying out as much as you would be if you've ended up going and buying the infinity for 399 exactly and the infinity it does have its benefits yes it does um so the infinity is 39 399 euros uh it gives you 600 300 600 days of entry what 365 days entry you get the premium parking which is this new thing that they seem to be trying which is basically just normal parking you're just a little just a bit closer, closer to the yeah, yeah. Uh, photo pass is included now this for me would be the big thing yeah if you're going to do enough because trips. yes because if you're going to go enough times to have photo pass included if you're going to pay 249 and then add photo pass at 49 you've already paid 300 dollars 300 mm. euros sorry mm. you might as well then you get 48 hours priority to any passholder events. You get 50% discount off hotels, 20% off shops, 15% off restaurants, 20% discount off tickets, but you get 20 tickets at 35 euros for the infinity for friends. Then you get uh, 20% off Wild West, um, a discount for special events, so that would be Halloween. Um, but that's to be certified. They don't haven't decided that. But here's where it gets really interesting. Premium services that they've not actually announced what they are, you get. You get a special annual pass reserved entrance into the park. So now, you don't have to queue also to let you know that um, Magic Plus are also going to get to use that special entrance. Oh, are they? Yes. 
Oh, it doesn't say it on No, here. again, it's another thing that has uh, changed that it's going to be possible to use this new privileged entrance if you've got Magic Plus. And then the other one is the reserved viewing area for fireworks and parades. So it is. It, it, it is a premium. Um, yeah, you are you are playing. But still, at 399 euros, you're still paying... Oh gosh, you're still, you're still paying, paying considerably less. Fifty yeah. euros less than it is to have the Disneyland. Yeah. First annual so, pass. Well, so yeah, the thing is, you know, this is the the idea is Disney have brought in a premium, top of the range, yeah. you know, money can't buy, so to speak, um, package, which you are going to pay an arm and a leg for, just as much as you do if you want to hire a cabana and Magic Kingdom, or you want to hire your own. Lounge area. You want to pay in. for those buses that yeah. take yeah. you between. Or you the want parks. to go and you know you want to go and lounge in one of the places in Blizzard Beach and all this sort of stuff. You know you pay a premium for it because you want something a little bit extra, and that's what the Infinity is. Discovery, Magic mm -hmm. Flex, and Magic Plus are pretty much um, your old fantasy dream, etc. Um, exactly. And it's the Infinity that's new, but immediately because and the one thing that's made everybody go what is because the Infinity is the only one where you go three, six, five days. Yep, and people exactly have immediately right. gone, well, hang on, that's double. Why am actually... I paying 150 euros more? Exactly, but for, if you look at it, pass, it's not. You're not. It, it, you're not. You're actually paying, what is, uh, 30, no, $26 more, €26 Euros more um, for your for what is ultimately the dream, but you're getting 15 days less. Um, that's it, and that's not yeah. And that's not, still not horrendous. I still think that's pr pretty good, to be honest with you. And it, like you said, if you then do it and you upgrade, you get €25 Euros off. Yeah. So technically, you're only paying like €6 Euros more. Yeah, something like that. Now, one thing to mention to you while we're talking about this as well, and one of the things it tells you about is that you can do monthly financing. Okay, and what they're doing with the monthly finances, it's €55 Euros up front, and then it's so much per month on top of that. So the Discovery is €8 Euros per month, which is nothing. Magic Flats is €13 Euros per month. The uh, Magic Plus is €18 Euros a month, and the Infinity is €32 Euros a month. Now, do you know what? Actually, €32 Euros a month isn't horrendous. You wouldn't necessarily miss that as much as you would suddenly $399 go out your bank account. But this is where I want to bring up something that I've had an issue with and John's discovered an issue with as well. You'll notice uh, when we started talking about annual passes last year, we were raving about this amazing new monthly system and how brilliant it is and how Disney has finally listened to people and we can now pay for it without having to pay for it out in one go and how great that is. We've got a little bit of a caveat to add to that and it's an issue that I've discovered and it's an issue that John's discovered as well. If yep. you are thinking about going to do this and are planning on going to do a monthly uh, financing option with it, you can still do it for you in the UK, but you need to check with your bank first as to whether or not they set up and allow international direct debits. Because not all banks in the UK do. The thing is, Disney don't actually know who do and who don't. They just go, yeah, give us your iBank code, and get on with it and we'll set it all up and you're all done and it turns out that it's not that simple because disney don't allow you to do that and if you try and ring up and say okay if it's not working i'll just pay it off now okay just pay the rest off now by card no you can't do that you have to go to your bank you can't actually just pay it off now and i spoke to somebody i, I got a little bit cross with them recently because uh, they were really terrible at replying to emails and to ring them you could only ring the french number and uh it 
I rang Disney and said, look, this is ridiculous. I paid this much money off my annual pass and these direct debits aren't working. If I want to, every time I want to transfer money to you, my bank wants to charge me £25 for the privilege of doing it. You didn't tell me this. You didn't tell me I couldn't set up my direct debit, blah, 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 blah. And the woman I spoke to on the phone said, well, do you expect Disney to know every bank and whether or not they accept these international direct debits? And my response was, well, yes, if you're going to offer the system, <laughs> then you need to know. Um, and they were like, oh, we're sorry you've had these problems, blah, 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 blah. Um, we are send an email to this department and they'll get back to you. Well, three and a half weeks later, I've still not had a response from them. But the guy I spoke to in the annual pass office was like, we're really, really sorry about this. You know, really sorry that this has happened to you, et cetera, et cetera. These are the people you need to email in order to get it sorted. And I've still not heard anything back three and a half weeks later. So um, I've currently paid my annual pass up until the end of March. So uh, when I go over in a couple of weeks' time, I'll be heading to the annual pass office and going, right, what are you going to do about this? So just be aware that not all banks do. I believe HSBC is one that does because they're an international banking organisation. Um, Santander, who I'm with, certainly don't. John, you've had problems with yours as well, haven't you? I'm I'm with Co-op <clears throat> um, and they told me that Co-op, uh, they have problems. When Actually, this is, this is to be given in their due. When we went to set it up, they said, Co-op, we can't do it with Co-op. Um, we have a problem with uh, Cooperative Bank. That's interesting. Um, so um, my friend who I was with was also getting an annual pass. Um, and she was like, that's fine. I'm with um, Lloyd's. We'll, we'll do it through Lloyd's. Um, so we did it through Lloyd's. We just set up a whole thing through yeah. ours. But yeah, yeah. She had, she's had the same problems. Every month it's like, no, I'm sorry, you're going to have to make manual payments. Yeah. Got it as a direct debit, then you've got to pay this fee and that fee and this fee and that fee. So instead of being just 15 euros a month, it's ended up being like £23 a month. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Because you've got to do all this whatnot. So it actually, and, and, and the worst thing is, is I was actually in a position to pay it outright when I was there. Yeah. Um, and I chose not to because yeah. I thought, oh, no, this is much more Much easier to that. do. Yeah, definitely. But it turns out that I'm actually now paying almost double. <laughs> So, so I'm actually paying for an infinity that I'm not using. That you're not using. So um, you need to obviously be very, very aware that this is the situation and this is the case. So um, do please check with your bank before you think about setting up this finance problem. Because as soon as you've set it up and you've left, you can't then go and pay it off or do this or do that or do the other. The only way you can do it is Disney turn around and say, you can pay the whole lot if you want go now. It'll still cost you £25, but whatever. Um, so I'm waiting to hear back now from Disney as to what exactly is going to happen with this because... It's a system that obviously they've set up and not 100% thought through, which is really sad, but there we go. Okay, is that everything on annual passes? Have we got anything else to say about annual passes? Um, no, I think that's it. I think people just need to... I think... I think... And this kind of bothers me as a lot of people that um, seem to be Disneyland Paris fans seem to think that to make you a solid fan, you have to have an annual pass. Yeah. I think people need to get over that. You don't need to have an annual pass to be a fan. No, completely um, agree. I think the annual pass only is, is worth your time if you plan to go more than twice a year. Well, exactly, and that's the thing. You need to look at what is on offer and what the discounts are here, there, and everywhere. So is it, if you book a hotel, and if you book a hotel with an infinity, is it actually going to work out cheaper exactly. because you've got this much money off and will it be worth paying the extra 150 euros to get the infinity over the magic plus and those sort of things you've got to do a little bit of homework and to if, find out if, they're if, going to work. if you stay off site and you only ever eat at casey's corner then yeah or you only ever eat at hakuna fries yeah just 
you know, and you only ever go Monday to Friday, skip Discovery because you don't really need anything. No, you don't need anything else. So. And, and kind of look at it that way. Just because you don't have an infinity doesn't make you a less fan. And, and you, yeah, it's true. And if you, look at, you look at Discovery and you look at 150 days and you look at it's 139 euros. Actually, if you're only going for one trip and you're planning on going from Monday to Friday, it's actually going to work out cheaper for it you to get a Discovery get, yeah? than it would Absolutely. be for you to get a five or five day pass. So it might if be you worth. Compare it to like to, to like UK theme park annual passes. You're getting a similar amount of days for a very similar price. Yeah. Yes, you are. But I feel that with when with paying paying 139 euros for 150 days entry to Disneyland Resort, you're getting more bang for your buck. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Would I pay 139 euros to go to Walton Towers for 150 days? Probably not. Well, I think at the minute it's about 100. Well, the cheapest is about 129 pounds for access all year to um, all of the Merlin attractions. But it, it similarly has blackout dates for your Halloweens. For your, it, you can't go on a London attraction in the whole of August. kind of August. So they have similar blackout things. But the thing yes, is, the quality we, of we what you get is so different. No, if Alton Towers had the high immersion and the high theming well, that they Disneyland do. Paris has, oh yeah, yeah, uh, in terms of its lands and its rides, then absolutely I would yeah. pay that. But no, I th- I think 139 euros for 150 days. While okay, it's not as great value as the current pass. I think I think it's still fairly good value. But um, great value. you know, Alton Towers Merlin Group also have really expensive annual passes as well for those people who want the absolute premium experience. And they have Absolutely. the middle yeah, they, of the, they they middle do a pass where, well. where you don't queue. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the outrage if, if Disneyland Paris had bought out the premium pass where they don't queue? Well, I wonder whether this premium services might be the old... I have passes. heard that's going to be one of the premium services. One of the rumours was going around that you will get access to Fastpass queue. All the time. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but here's, here's, here's the catch. Um, so, it's, oh, Adam, is Gwen an annual pass holder? She is, yes. Okay, so say Gwen wasn't. So say yeah. I went with Taylor. Taylor's not an annual pass holder. Yeah. And we went for a couple of days. Um... He can't get into the, the privileged areas if I was an infinity holder. It's right, okay. only if you're an annual pass holder. Right. Fair enough. So that kind of where it makes it null and void. Right, okay. Because if you're going to go with somebody that's not an annual pass holder, you don't get access to that area. Right, fair enough. Okay, let's move on from annual passes then, because we could we we will be on. Well, no doubt we'll mention these again at some point in the future when it all <laughs> yes. comes live and everything. Uh, what was your other like, little Disneyland Paris tidbit? So we have this strange rumor that's going around that Cinemagique is going to close what? at the end of this month. Cinemagique at the end of this month. One of month? the original um, Disney Studios attractions. It's going to close at the end of this month. So what's going to replace it? Apparently, obviously, I don't, we, we are talking apparentlies and hearsay. Yeah, and yeah. This is what she yeah. said and this is what he said. Um, it's going to be replaced with a Marvel stunt show that's going to be a similar vein to the Pirates of the Caribbean stunt show. Right. That's in Shanghai, Vietnam. Okay, so goodbye Cinemagique, hello Marvel stunt show. 
Yes, and then not only that is that's going to then pave the way yep. for Summer of Heroes. Now we've heard about this Summer of Heroes is going to be this new sort of festival to do with with Marvel. Is that right? Yeah, but it's going to be in California. It's going to premiere in California. That's right. It's going to premiere in California. Yeah. To coincide with the opening of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you fallen in a hole? Oh no, he's back again. There he is. Um, I thought you'd fallen in a hole for a minute. You seem to disappear from your microphone. <laughs> Um, no, it's going to coincide. So the Summer of Heroes is going to coincide with the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy at Disney's right, okay. Adventure. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, if we all cast our minds back, Season of the Force started at Disneyland California. Yes, it did. And then has moved over to uh, the studios. Wait, yeah, it did. Well, Disney yeah. Studios in yeah. Paris. So yeah. the rumours are now that Studios, which has already announced that it will return, Will then follow with season of the heroes to go with season which, of the force. So is this yes. an idea? Is this a way to try and increase attendance at studios by doing seasons? I that would are... say so. And I think what we will then see is so you'll have your season of the force at this first quarter of the year. Yeah. So January to March. Yeah. As it has been this year, and then leading up into summer, we will have season of heroes, which yeah. will coincide with the opening of. Whatever this Marvel show, supposed Marvel show that's going into Cinemagic will be. Yeah. Um, and then I imagine they'll probably use the Tower of Terror in a very similar way, but with a with Marvel, Marvel themed show yeah. instead. Yeah. And this is assuming that they don't Guardians of the Galaxy yet. Okay. Which, Which is I a possibility. Think, I think I think is I think it's a case of let's watch and see how people react to the Californian one. Yeah. I, I, I feel that it's kind of inevitable. Just, it's not so much a case of if, it's Calm a case down, of Gareth. when. Calm down, Gareth. They, they, they can do what they want for those versions. Not concerned. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the Walt Disney <laughs> World version. Disney World to be honest, I agree, I agree with this wholeheartedly. The Disney World version is the original version, and it's the best version. Yeah. And then you've got Tokyo Disney's, which is its own complete unique entity. So if you've got these two identical half-assed versions then i i kind of i'm okay for them now to guardians of the galaxy but then my issue would be is ruining that and i'm going to use air quotes here theme of the front of, of that that kind of production courtyard area there's no theme <laughs> there is it's, it's, it's a production it's, courtyard it's, we're it's, reaching but there's a theme there's disney, a, there's disney studios courtyard. is a park built by accountants well, it, the thing it, is, it's like oh, we've got this many pennies. What can we do? Well, the problem was, and the problem is that Disneyland Paris for so long has not been owned by the Disney Company that they've not necessarily had as much say as they'd like to have had in the park, and therefore it's not necessarily been built in the Disney way, so to speak. There's been too many chefs in the kitchen, which leads on nicely to where we want to head to next. Absolutely. Uh, which is Segway. see what I did there. Which is. Um, some very, very exciting news uh, that a couple of weeks ago now, uh, it was mid-February, the Disney Company have announced that they intend to purchase 90% of Prince Alawilid's something like that, uh, stake in Disneyland Paris because he, he owns a company called Kingdom Holdings. And uh, Disneyland Paris have gone in and said, right, we want to own basically 90% of your shares. They've gone in and bought the shares off him for two euros, about two euros sixteen, I think it was. So Disney, uh, Disney Company, 
who did own 76.7% are now going to own 85.7%. But from what we understand, that Disney are, are looking and will then, on top of buying all of these uh, stakes off uh, off the prints, are also going to purchase other things through cash, etc., etc., and then will own around 95% of Disneyland Paris or Euro Disney as it is on the stock market. From what we understand, Disney are not planning on stopping until they own 100% of Disneyland Paris um, and we think the reason this is happening is purely for the fact that they're sick and tired of Disneyland Paris not doing as well as it should because there's too many other people in charge of it and they want to take full control of the company and basically bring it back to where they expected Disney Park should be have full control over what goes in what happens the changes all that sort of stuff and uh, ultimately make Disneyland Paris a park that is owned by Disney and we run by Disney in the way that Disney want to run things. So this is kind of a massive piece of news, really. It really is. Um, it's huge. And a lot this of people are like, what? why? Disneyland Paris for such a long time. So why why is it such a big piece of news? It, because I think I think it's because Disneyland Paris hasn't made money for so long. No, it's, it's still and in Walt debt. Disney Studios has now become, for me, has become an embarrassment to the Disney name. And I think they're actually a bit sick of it. And I yep. think they're a bit tired of not having a say in how, not having full say in how this park is run. Not yeah, having a say in which characters go in and not having a say in which rides get furbished and I, I think they're just I think they kind of just had it um, and I think you know when you consider how much people that visit Disneyland Paris one of the first things that they always say when they visit the Disneyland park of Disneyland Paris is this is the most beautiful how amazing Disneyland it is yeah park. yeah and it is it genuinely is the castle is gorgeous the park layout and, and the theming is just beautiful. Those arcades that run the back of Main Street are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, quite overlooked, but they are phenomenal. Yeah. Our Discovery Land is just wow. And that's going to get even better now with, with all the changes that are coming with Hyperspace Mountain, the new Star Tours, all those bits and pieces. And I, 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 I genuinely think they're a bit like, right, I think we need to start having a bit more say in... The park, I think, to be honest, I think it comes down to the studios, the park that's pulling them down. Yeah. They've made all this massive investment in getting Hong Kong right, which I think was the other embarrassment park. And, you know, they've gone, right, we're going to put 1.4 billion Hong Kong dollars into it. We're going to do Arendelle. We're going to add this. We're going to add that. We're going to add this. That leaves the studios just sitting there going... And I think this is one of the reasons why I think you're both right with regards to Guardians of the Galaxy, because what Disney are going to do, the first thing Disney want to do is to try and improve the park without having to spend too much money on it, but make exactly. a big impact. So if it works in California, they're going to immediately have to say, right, let's over do over Tower of Terror. It's not going to cost us so much money that we're going to have to build an entirely new park, and it's something that's going to draw people in. And it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of an unfortunate thing that they've come to this point where they've got to go, right, so we need to improve this park and we don't have the money to improve it. So what are we going to have to do? What we're going to have to do is we're going to have to take existing attractions and give them overlays and, and revamp them and refurbish them. And this is what we're going to yeah. have to do. And that's unfortunate. But 
the way we've got to look at it is the Cinemagique, as, as wonderful an attraction as it is, it doesn't bring people to the park. No. People don't come to the Walt Disney Studios to see Cinemagique. They come to the studios to see Mickey and the Magician, Ratatouille, Tower of Tower. They don't come to watch Cinemagique. If you throw a Marvel stunt show in there, that'll actually start to draw people. And that's what that's what Disneyland Paris needs. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's to the studios or whether it's to the resort as a whole, it needs people to come in, it needs people to buy tickets, it needs people to buy merchandise, it needs people to buy food. Yeah. And it needs to start making money. And if they have to make these tiny changes to make this park profitable so that they can eventually make big changes and, you know, we'll eventually end up with a Marvel land or a Star Wars land or a Cars land or whatever they end up doing, who knows? It's all speculation. I, I, me personally, as while it will be sad to lose Cinemagique, because it is a lovely show, if it, me, if, if it works... If it works better for the longevity of the park, and it means that the park will go on to expand to become fantastic, yeah, then I'm all for it. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, I completely agree with you. The thing is, you know, when Disney obviously first started with Disneyland Paris, it was a big risk. It was the first Disney park they had built in Europe. Nobody knew how well it was going to do, and Disney were taking on a huge, huge project, and people were willing to come in and throw their money at the project, and Disney was saying, well, hang on, if we let them do that, that's less of a risk on us, and, you know, we can see how it goes from there and obviously we're now at a point where people have thrown all this money in and Disney are now saying do you know what these guys don't actually know what they're doing when it comes to running this park we need to do something about it and we need to now go in and buy back all of these shares and make this a profitable place you know part of the the buying all of these shares means once again they're going to reevaluate the debt that is owed to the Disney company and work out how they can do something with that so I think a lot of people think that once they I don't know so much think now it's a case of if. I think it's a case of when. When the Disney company finally own the majority of the park. A lot I think a lot of people mistakenly think that there's going to be a huge investment of like one point five there's gonna be one point five billion euros. There's not. No. You're probably gonna get about three hundred thousand euros, enough for an attraction, a brand new attraction, or as I or in my opinion, fantastic placemaking in the back lot of the studios. Um, and for me, that's for me. That's all the studios would really need initially to just give it a new lease of life. And also just from an... to get God, in. Also from another point of view. Have you ever looked at the attendance figures for the two parks? Yes, uh, it's but, astounding. Yeah, it's, it's massive. They're, they're literally feet away from one another, and yeah. people have so much disdain for the studios' park they don't yeah. bother going in. But the thing is, Gareth, have you even listened to other people that? You know, some of our fellow podcasters, you listen to them, you listen to them talking about their trips to Disneyland Paris, and you talk about, they talk about how minimal amount of time they spend in the studios. Hmm. Yeah. True. It's but another thing to think about as well, and, to, to, and, and, and something that people might not have uh, appreciated, is that if Disney are planning on going in, taking over all these shares, recapitalizing that one and a half billion euros that they've already thrown in, this is Disney saying Disneyland Paris isn't going anywhere. You know, there are people totally who are worried is. that... And I, pe- feel, I feel that if they don't do this, then I'm sorry. There's a risk that something could happen, Paris. yeah. But this is Disney saying, this Disneyland Paris is not going anywhere. We are coming in here to no. sort this out, and this place is here for, for for good. Not, you know, we're giving up on this place. And in 10 years' time, who knows whether this resort's going to be there, because, you know, it's all going to go pear-shaped and... And there's going to be in so much debt they just can't operate anymore. So you know this—that's a good thing as well. 
I mean, I think as well the the annual pass structure, new structure, is partly to do with this as well. Mm. Um, if you think, if you think, say, I mean, there's probably not this many people, um, but if there's a million people that had the dream pass, yeah. say there's a million people that had the dream pass, and only half those people decide to go to infinity, yeah, Disney are still making their money. Yeah, too right. And anybody else that buys any other pass is profit. Yeah. On what they've already made, so I think I think this is actually the first steps. You know, we all kicked off when in, in the studios when they started knocking down the stage in um, in the back lot by Cinemagique. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Why are they knocking this down? What's the point of it?" Now we've got the Star Wars festival, and you realise that no matter where you stand in that area, now you've got a clear view of the Star Wars. Mm. Uh, you've got the Star Wars show on the on yeah. the Tower of Terror. You yeah. can now see that they had a bigger plan. And I also so think. Is, this is what makes me realise. This is what makes me think that this is all part of a bigger plan. It, well, it is, and I think this all started off nine months ago before we realised it. And I think it started think that, with yeah, the appointment Catherine of Catherine Powell. Powell. I, I totally agree. I think she has come in, um, or they brought her in, and she has known from day dot that this gonna is happen. what's going to happen, and this is yeah. your job to make sure that it happens. It does Absolutely. not surprise me if she has been primed. Not in a bad way. It's not like Disney have secretly gone. We're going to send you in there, some sort of spy, and make things happen. But um, I think it is the fact that she's she's come in and she was expected to to make these things happen because it's what Disney were expecting to to happen because of her track record. And I actually think she's doing a fantastic job so far. Yeah, I do. I think she is. As I well. think the promotions that have gone out for specifically the twenty fifth anniversary. Mm. Okay, perhaps the adverts are a little twee, and are, I think they're a little twee. Um, but she's got it out there. And I don't know whether anybody's had the chance to read through, because um, only a couple of days ago, Thursday last week, they had um, a Euro Disney shareholders kind of not, round not table meeting. No, oh, yeah. Um, it's not very interesting to be honest. It wasn't a huge amount that was said in it. It was just, it was just, it was Catherine Powell, Mark Steed, and Gilles. Dobell or whatever his name is, however you say it, who are kind of the seniors, and they were there with some of the shareholders who had some questions and bits and pieces. There were some little bits in there to do with what's happening with the takeover of this, that, and the other. Um, there's now apparently only 3,600 shareholders club members compared to what they were, so that's dropped rapidly compared to where it was. Um, they've there were questions asked a little bit about the Walt Disney Company, and they were like, "Well, we can't speak on behalf of the Walt Disney Company, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But to be honest, by the end of it, there wasn't a lot said. All that it came out was that um, that Catherine Powell was really good at communicating and was very knowledgeable about the resort. I mean, I th- I, I totally agree. I think I think I mean, what I've, one thing I've noticed about Catherine Powell since she's taken over is she's pulled back from her own personal Twitter. Yeah, and it's concentrating much more on Euro Disney. Yes. And Disneyland Paris's Twitter. Yeah. Um, Euro Disney, for those who are not quite clear, is like the holding company. Yes, yeah, Euro Disney SCA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and she seems to be focusing a little bit more on that. And I, I don't know. I mean, I personally think that she's doing a great job so far. So far, yeah. So far. Um, and I think if she keeps going in this direction, and then the Walt Disney Company do eventually take over, I think you know, what come the thirty fifth anniversary. We could be seeing a completely different part. Yeah, 700 euros for a an infinity pass. Completely different. Completely different. <laughs> <laughs> 900 euros. <laughs> someone comes to that. Yeah, all right. Chill out, hun. But uh, I but, think, um, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of excited. I think, I feel, 
I kind of feel that we're all now just sat on the edge of something big mm. for Disneyland Paris, and I feel that this has been such a long time coming, and I feel that it is coming, and we're all just kind of sitting here waiting for it to just someone to just go right. Well, I this think is what's happening. I think they're gonna. It's twenty five anniversary, twenty fifth anniversary time now, isn't it? Get and I think as soon as that's over and done with, I think we're gonna see such a change to the studios park. Just look at what they've got for this. This is amazing. Look yeah. at the merch. The merch, the merch is, is pretty good for that as well. It's pretty pretty amazing. Um, and it, so, it, it's never a good time to put out there that we're all going to be there on anniversary. We are. Well, me and you yeah. are going to be whoa, there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Me and you, oh. well, all right, all right. Chill out, Gareth. Me and Adam are going to be there on anniversary. We're hoping Susan's going to join us. We're still trying to persuade Susan her. Susan seems pretty sure that she's going to be there, doesn't she's, she? She's on, on the fence at the moment. She just needs tipping one way or the other. Um, she's got free tickets to the park. What more does she need? Well, exactly. What what, what does she need? She's got free tickets. Why would she not be there? Um, Kath, Katie's well, going with you, I think. Let's send a tweet of uh, look at all the surprises we've got in store. That'll tip her. Yes, just send send that one. So yeah, it was there was a tweet that went out from Catherine Powell saying we've got loads of things in store. For... And it was like an, a concept art, wasn't it? And it was all the characters coming through the castle. That's with, right. Uh, a marching band. Well, let's put it. I would so love to see. Well, let's put it this way: um, if you are planning on being there for the day of the uh, of the twenty fifth anniversary, you'll find me and John right at the front gate about an hour and a half before we open. Yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there waiting. And we'll the plan is to watch everything, and then it's fast past. The yeah, watch everything, and then go on whatever <laughs> rides we've got time to go on. Basically. Yeah, uh, I, I've heard that it's more going to be about character opportunities than anything. That'll else. do, mate. That'll do me. Um, if I get to ride Star Tours and Big Thunder Mountain on that day, I will be more than happy. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yes. And then, of course, Kate, Katie and I, let's just put this out there. Katie and I will be there on the last ever Dreams. Yes. And the first ever Illuminations. Awesome. And I'm going to be there. Representing Disney Brit. In fact, I'll be coming home two weeks today. Yay! So I'm going out. I currently have a trip booked for March, April. June, July, and August. Oh, I think I've got March, so, April, tentatively October, oh, but, um, Florida in September. So I'm um this is I'm getting my annual pass worth. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I paid two hundred and twenty-three dollars euros, and I am going to use every single euro. Yeah, well, I've not I'm paid that much Kate, yet, actually. Katie, no. Katie and I are staying off site when we go. Um, yeah. But we're going to be there. Early magic hours. And then we still get to see the the very end of the um, season of the Force, which I'm quite excited about. Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing season of the Force. Now. That should be. And um, yeah, and then we'll be there for the first day of um, new starters. Yes. Very exciting. Kind of hoping that that might be soft opening, maybe in a couple of weeks' I time. Think we they will see know. what I happens. Think they will. We'll see how happens, but fingers crossed. But I'm certainly looking forward to Hyperspace Mountain when I go in June, so that'd be good. I just, my only gripe with that is, is like I've never had a problem with Hyperspace Mountain going into Disneyland Paris. My one issue was as long as it remained on the inside, then it made no visual impact to the outside. Mm. However, that picture has been posted of the sign saying Hyperspace Mountain, and it it's kind of a bit of a Oh, it's a bit of a visual. Oh, I don't mind it. Oh, I don't, it just I don't doesn't mind fit it. in for me. If they do, so, I mean, to be fair to me, it doesn't look like the finished product. No. Um, and if they steampunk around it, I'll be okay with that. Yeah. It just for me, it doesn't fit in. 
Can't we'll see what that. happens, won't we? We'll see what happens. Um, if they make that and it doesn't fit in, though, at least it would be in keeping with the other versions of Discovery Land and Tomorrowland. Because the one at, at Disney World makes no sense. But then, at the <laughs> same time, we've got that big plastic Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it doesn't fit in. That I'm is saying, very true. Know, it's like, it's like they've dumped Toys R Us in the middle of a steampunk. It really does. Oh, um, I love Jeffrey. <laughs> Um, says Jeffrey, all under one roof. Yeah, good blessing. Uh, you just alienate anyone under thirty, I think, and anyone who's not from England. Although <laughs> 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 well, saying that, I don't, I don't know. Maybe Jeffrey was in the US. I don't know. Yeah, there's millions. Send, send us the answers on your stamped address envelope too. Um, we've got a, a couple of bits we just want to mention really quickly, there's haven't we? Bits. Yeah, there's yeah. A lot, a few bits, yeah. I barely mind time. Let's uh, let's just whiz through some of the other bits and pieces. Gosh, for it, like so maybe four hours. Wait, something like that. We <laughs> let's, we headed back over to Disney World then. So let's just talk quickly. Rivers of Light. What what's the update on that? Uh, debuted last week. Yep. Uh, and um, nothing. Nothing. Mixed, think. Re- mixed reviews, shall we say? I think it's probably the best way to say it. Okay. Um, so I've a longer, longer things. opening than a than a Broadway things. show. So mixed reviews from people. We're not sure. Yeah, people are very unsure about it. They're a bit like, mm, yeah, it just still feels like it's not really complete. Right. Okay. Um. So mm, people are still a little bit unsure of that. Staying in the same yeah. part then. Pandora. What was the latest on Pandora? It opens on the twenty seventh of May. It's so who's there for that? Your now boy. I- your boy, <laughs> You do realise how big the queues are going to be. He doesn't I care. Things, things, um, Jack has the magic power of autism. <laughs> Don't you, Jack! <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be woken up at about two in the morning to yeah. get up with him tonight and every night for the next ten years. Right. So it was a small compensation. He doesn't have to queue. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know how Maureen Deal would feel about that comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. So you're well, going to be... In fact, that's not true. He does have to queue. He just has to go and queue somewhere else that isn't the actual queue. Right, okay. Fair enough. I so... mean, so I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I, I, I when this, <laughs> when they announced that they were going to be doing Pandora, I was a bit like, oh, what's the point? Um, but the more I actually see from this land the more I'm actually quite excited for it. Yeah. I think I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to dislocate myself from the movie. Right. And, and just treat see it, it as, as a land. Okay. No, fair I'll, enough. I'll rewatch the movie. It's not that bad. So what, what we're planning on doing. You were supposed to wait for the Disney Brit watch. Yeah. On. You see we were, what we're going to do is you have to do it anyway. Now we are planning on doing in the next sort of uh, month or so, we're going to do a Disney Brit watch along of Avatar where we're going to choose an evening and uh, we're going to get you guys involved as well. And at a certain time, we are all going to start and watch um, Avatar from beginning to and end. Do a, and do um, a tweet along we're live. do a tweet along live and a Facebook along live thing and all that sort of stuff. And, and just see basically what everyone thinks. Um, and that's the plan. Because I can't, Gareth, you're just, just don't get me started. Um just got two ahead. It did get to a head. Uh, we got, you know, stop it. Anyway, um, so Pandora opens soon. Some of the video stuff, I must admit, that has come out does make it, it look does exceptionally look amazing. good. That little nine-second um, video we released yes, yesterday that I've watched over and over quite a few times. I like the way that yeah. they're putting. It's a bit like pirates in Shanghai, where they've got 
physical and then yeah. the screen based. Yeah. yeah. And they've exactly. just integrated them so perfectly. Yeah. If it's all like that, I think it'll blow our socks off. I think it'd be amazing. I really do. Yeah, I do. Have you seen the leaked video of the ride vehicles from the um oh what are they called? The Banshee. Flight of the ride. Banshee. No, I yeah. No, that. I've not. It looks it looks a bit like you you sat on an animatronic one. Right, okay. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll dig the link out. I'll I'll put it on the Facebook page. But yeah, you see, I mean, I I don't know how they're going to incorporate that with so many people. But that's that's what it looked like. You would sort of be sat on your own individual banshee, and I'm assuming leaked image reveals flight of the banshee. And then the Navi, Navi River voyage. Oh yes. Hard, isn't it? Oh, oh no, I did see this. It. Yes, 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 yes. I have seen this. Oh, I'm going to Google it now. Yes, I have. It's not, it's not a very good photo. It looks like someone sort of snuck the phone out of the pocket and yeah. taken it. No, I have. I lie. I have seen this photo. I thought there'd been a newer one since this one, but no. No, I it's been doing the rounds for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen this one. Um, that, that looks fun. It looks like it's going to be. Well, I think you know. I think I think John's kind of right that if we look at this as, um, as a completely separate entity, to the film it might actually be that this is actually going to turn out to be really good oh i see okay oh that's a terrible picture yeah the picture's not great um but it kind of gives us some idea of of what's going oh, what's going to happen very interesting hmm we're looking yeah, at that particular so for picture. me i'm going to take myself out of the movie um and treat it as like a land as opposed to a land based on a movie hmm that would make more sense. And I'm I'm excited about that. So we'll see what happens with that. Um is that all the bits and pieces we had for this week? Um I think so. It's all the big stuff. Oh no, we've got Star Wars land. Oh Star Wars, yeah. We've been given an opening year. Yeah, two thousand and two thousand nineteen. Which they kind of already roughly announced, hadn't they, at D twenty three. Disneyland is ahead in construction. Right, okay. Um, they've already got concrete. They're already going up. Wow. Disney, Disney World isn't. So are they going to open at different times? Or are they not? I don't think so. I think, this personally, big. I think I think Gareth and I talked about this. Um, I think they're going to aim for May the 4th, 2019. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It would be stupid not to. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me if that's what they do. I mean, this is where I think Disneyland Paris has missed a trick with Hyperspace Mountain. It's opening it on May the 6th. Yeah, and they should be on May 4th. That's two days later, man. Come on, Captain <laughs> Powell. We'll see, won't we? Who knows? But, but um, yeah, I think yeah, I think that's it. But that's everything that we were going to talk about, which means, oh, it's time for our new music. There it is. Yeah. Um, I've, I, I think we've got half the wrap down now. Nearly. Yeah, but we haven't got Katie to do it. No, no, we've been listening to it in the car now. Because obviously I, I sent you all a message with, oh, look what we've got in the car. I was like, I think it just went, oh, dear. And you went, no, no, this is great. <laughs> so we're getting there slowly. But um, that's all the news and rumors and stuff. We'll be back in two weeks' time. And I think, Gareth, have you got a new game for us in two weeks? Uh, yeah. We've got a new yeah. game from Gareth in a couple of weeks' time, which should be good. Uh, I'll do a quick update on my trip to Disneyland Paris, because uh, we'll have just come back. And uh, that will pretty much be it for the next show, I think. But thank you for joining us anyway. Apologies for the intermittent shows that we've had over the past few weeks, what with technology issues and illness and goodness knows what else. And Katie going to 
Where did we say she'd gone to Azerbaijan? She's somewhere? in Jordan. Jordan, that's the one. Uh, yeah, and we don't mean Katie Price, we mean the actual country. Again, we've just she lost half of our US Skywalker's She went to something like that, didn't she? Anyway, yeah. she'll be back. Uh, she's not on a roof anywhere. Susan will be back because she's currently got a frog stuck in her throat. And, and that's not a French uh, man. <laughs> and, and John will be here and Gareth will be here and we'll all be here together and it'll all, all be lovely and all that sort of stuff. So uh, we will be back in two weeks' time. If you want to keep up to date with us, you can go over to Twitter. It's at Disney Brit. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Brit podcast. And also you can um, send us an email, radio at disneybrit.com. And uh, send us any emails you want to obviously nice ones um any comments questions suggestions anything like that at all of course you can message on facebook all those bits and pieces as well so we will see you in two weeks time with another show but until then see ya Thank you.